Welcome back to the 100 Millionaires Podcast. My name is Walter Morello. We're here to discuss the things that make us more money. Welcome, Michael Shine, Mitch Dorsky. Mike, why don't you bring us in? All right. Hey, everybody. Massive income from Passive Income. Glad to be here. Peace. And Mitch, how do we do it? We organize and collect. So the point is not to work to generate income. The economy right now is giving us a gift. It's giving us some opportunities to make more money. Interest rates are going up. Interest rates going up for real estate investors. The world around me is saying, oh my God, this is a terrible thing. But that's because people are losing sight of abundance, losing sight that anytime there's a change, there's opportunity made. And Mitch, you were just talking about inflation. How does inflation work, my friend? The price of stuff goes up. Yeah, right. Regardless of interest rates, right? Yes, the cost, you know, price, cost. People look at it as the cost of things going up. And it's like, yes, but also the price of things go up, aka the value, although that might be offset by the inflation. But yeah, the cost of milk and eggs and whatever is going up. So you're looking at it as things cost more, but also the price of property and real estate right. and maybe even stocks are going up. So Yes, I've been seeing we're, people post gas prices on the internet. I don't even, I don't notice gas prices, right? I drive right past these things. The only time I ever notice them is like, I think these signs look absolutely ridiculous and we shouldn't have, you know, the price sitting on the side of the road everywhere we drive. But oh, yeah. that is the thing. And everybody's bragging about, oh my God, like, look at the price. It's ridiculous. This is so high. I think I, I see, put I see, my car I like see those times. You I know. see those posts from a lot in Twitter from all the Twitter, all the uh, Tesla owners. <laughs> Look uh, at what I'm not paying anymore. Yeah, I'm not paying. Haven't been to a gas station in five years. All that good stuff. It's awesome. Yeah. So interest rates, they drive home prices down. Traditionally, that's what they do. But when you have a ridiculous inflationary market the, that is beyond what the interest rate effect is, you're still going to see home prices going up. And uh, so now you're going to get home prices going up, interest rates going up, which means affordability of property coming down. It just all that does is wipe out the excess buyers in the market. It just it just gets out the guys and the gals who are smarter, right? The ones who are like, oh, well, now I can't make my payment, or the cash flow doesn't make sense. I'm not going to buy. But it doesn't stop the dumb people who can afford it, right? The people who are just like, I just have to have a house. Well, you're going to get it. <laughs> You're going to get your house and you're going to pay for it. I guess I'm fortunate because I'm not really doing this. Like I don't plan these sort of things, but we're actually selling some assets into this because you guys probably think about it more, but I just sort of sit there and go, wait a second. Somebody's going to pay me a lot more for this asset I bought two years ago. Why not put it on the market and see what it bears? So we've got three properties that we're uh, selling right now. So. Or in awesome. the process. Yeah. yeah so that's one way to avoid the higher interest rates. If you have like a line of credit on a property, you just sell it. You know? Just sell the property. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're also net sellers. We're selling about uh, eight properties a year right now. For the next two years, it's a four phase process. It takes us four properties at per phase. And the next year, we, we talked about it. We started this maybe last quarter. Last quarter, we initiated our first phase. And we already did our big acquisition for the next year or two. So that, that thing is locked down and we're doing that process. So to hold everything would be ignoring, like there's easy money to grab right now. And it makes sense to be liquid, right. makes sense to be cash. So but, uh, following your rule, we're also... Um one of those assets for 1031 exchanging into something else. 
So you sell something that you bought at a lower price, you, you get a higher price for it, but then you go into the market and you find something of value that is that is not the thing that we're buying has a lot more potential oh. upside. So because Gualter, you're always saying don't take your money out of the out of the game. Keep it in the, the asset. Or the government right. starts charging you money. So yeah. Taxes are a sign that you pulled money out of the system. Keep your money in the system. You're not going to pay taxes. Yeah. Now, I'm all about paying the tax on the, the things that you want to own. Like if you need, if you haven't gotten clever enough with your tax strategy, we, we were talking to Terry mm -hmm. Wager yesterday, uh, Monday on the mentorship call. And he was like, oh man, I'm paying so much in taxes. And I was like, yeah, it's because your, your tax strategy wasn't good. He's like, no, it's because I made so much. It's like, like no, that's, that's no, false that's teaching. Not. It just means your tax strategy was terrible. You can still have all the things you have with the right tax strategy and not pay any taxes. Hey, so we were about this uh, friend of ours who's doing some like deals in like uh, medical products. And I was saying that I want to do this through my Roth IRA, buy the stuff so that I don't get whacked with taxes. But I was just thinking, this guy, really interesting. So he has a bunch of people investing money, kind of like a syndication, throwing 50 grand or 100 grand at him. And he says that he's noticed that, you know, everybody is concerned about the taxes that they'll have to pay, even though they're making money. You know, you could look at it and say, well, I'm making money, so I have to pay taxes. But he actually took it a step further and said, because we have all these people investing in us and all these people are saying that they have issues with taxes, we've found some tax V vehicles so that those people when when they do sell it's not like a 1031 exchange they're not going to get that deferred taxes but they've found some ways that he's working on right now to get tax credits for the people by investing in some sort of a charitable entity or 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 do something good but at the same time you'll actually get a tax credit so this was like smart guy kind of blew my mind but it's just you know, sometimes people complain about what's happening and other people look at it and say, well, where's the opportunity in here? And so now he's got these people moving into another investment, but this one uh, creates tax credit. I just was really impressed. Solve people's problems, man. People got yeah. problems, solve their problems. Exactly. So yeah. So Mitch, what, what can we expect for the interest rates? I don't know. I was just thinking about if you got a problem, yo, I'll solve it. <laughs> right? <laughs> ice, ice, baby. That's how we get rich. Solve problems for the rich. Solve problems for the ultra rich. You make money solving problems in pretty much every yeah. industry, right? So yeah. I don't know. What are we we're talking about? Interest rate interest or inflation? Rates. Which one? Yeah, interest rates. You were, you were concerned about interest rates because you just got locked into like a 6%. Or I get locked into it. I'm actually letting it float. I'm gambling because we've got such a spike in the last seven days. I feel like maybe I'll be able to catch at least a, a quarter point lower, maybe hopefully over the next few weeks. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's something you need to pay attention to when you're investing. And obviously that impacts, you know, your, your cost and your cash flow. So, you know, exactly. Yeah, there's a big difference between, you know, you if can't you have a buy as much house, you know, it's so funny because I hang around too. with a lot of mortgage people and they're always like, hey, people keep saying this is going to stay down here, but they're saying the rates are going to move up. And then I see people post on Facebook, this is how much house you could have gotten beforehand. And this is how much house you can get now. So, yeah. Yeah. And this is just for now, interest rates are going to keep going up for the rest of the year because the Fed is finally saying we got to we got to cause an issue in the economy because right now it's just going too far. It's going too, way too far with hyperinflation. We got to slow it down. But unfortunately, like you're talking about, Mitch, with the inflation, they can't slow it down enough. Right. Even with this aggressive strategy, they can't because of how their much strategy has not been aggressive. Market. Right. This is not an aggressive strategy at all. This is just little increments, uh, incremental increases. 
Yeah. yeah. And even if it, even if they do aggress, do get aggressive, I mean, it's not like a flip of the switch. Like this stuff takes time. I mean, if you look in, you know, the eighties, they were raising rates like crazy. Like that still takes time. It's not like this right. immediate impact. That's like a you lag. Think about where all the lagging. trillions, the, the trillions were dropped in two years ago, right? A year and a half ago, two years ago. Yeah. So only now are we seeing the hyperinflation. We're going to see ridiculous hyperinflation before we see anything come back to close to normal averages. So there's like real estate assets are still going through the roof, even though and everybody's like, oh, because I, I'm not calling a crash today. All I'm saying is we're setting up. This is the bubble. We grew real estate as an asset, but we are starting the bubble now. It's like <clears throat> you just pulled out the little wand and you have the soap on it and you're blowing the bubble now. There you go. That's why I we're mean, nets. That's why we're net sellers right now. Yep. That's mm -hmm. why we're yeah, that's why we're selling and we, we and, set up a oh, two-year strategy to sell. And what an exciting time it'll be if you have a bunch of cash on the sideline after the bubble. If that's if right. you already have a large established portfolio and you're in a position to do some selling, I mean it's an awesome time to be a yeah. seller in this market. I mean, it is a seller's market like something else. You you know you're getting great value compared to what you bought. I personally wish I you know owned more in in the one portfolio so I'd be a net seller. Like I'm still buying. I'm I'm buying something right now. I'm all, I, obviously I'm only buying deals that work. Yeah, we're still buying, but yeah. we're also not just holding like we used to in the past. Before we yeah. just be like, okay, buy more, buy more, <laughs> buy more. <laughs> but even with interest rates going up, with it still being a seller's market and prices still getting pushed up, it is also giving you the opportunity to refi and tap some of that equity and stuff you've bought, you know, in the last two, three years. Um, yep. Plus the irony is interest rates right now basically just came back to where they were like two years ago. Right. Yeah, it, right. When I started investing right. my first house in, in 08, I paid 7.25% on my mortgage. Huh? Like I'm used to that stuff. It wasn't a big deal then. It's not a big deal now. In fact, most of my mortgages, I'd say there was a point I had two or $2.5 million at 12%. If my portfolio could handle then, and we've increased our rents, we've, we've not caught up to market rent, but we're getting close. So we, we think we're getting close. Then the spring yeah. market comes, then turns out the market went up again. <laughs> so like we're in a, a phenomenal position and you know, it's, it's so, so difficult to say sell or hold so we just decided we'll just sell half. Sell I just half. I remember in the past commercial, like if you get in a commercial loan, it was like eight or nine yeah. percent. I'm not talking about hard money. I'm just saying just a regular, you know, bank, yeah. whatever. And now it's like I think ours are an average like five point one, and some of them are even in the fours. Um, but those, those, that's the other thing that we did. We locked in, we refinanced out of out of like hard money, and we're in like long term long term debt that's not adjustable. I got to jump. We're going to hang out on another podcast. So Michael Shine, let's let Mitch Jorsky say his phrase. <laughs> Organize and collect. Massive like, income. How do we do it? Massive income from passive income. The point is not to work, it's to generate income. Go to 100 Millionaire Summit, 100mmsummit.com. Buy your tickets. We're going to be there on stage October 21st to 23rd. Come hey. join us with another thousand people in the room. Cheers to your success. We have a choice. Always work, Always for, the work for the best. See you guys. Bye, guys. Peace. Peace. Peace.